Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions, and if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Brian from Ottawa, Canada asks, I'm wondering if there's been any discussion about the lack of government support for residential landlords. In this environment, it seems like we're one of the forgotten ones. Deferring mortgages seems to be a decent temporary measure, but replacing rental income is far more important. Well, Brian, this is a great question. Tenants and residential landlords are both feeling the pinch from the current economic conditions. The economy is facing millions of claims for unemployment benefits. This is a time when you need to be in contact with your tenants on a regular basis to make sure they're clear on the terms of any reduction in rent payment. Governments all over the world have implemented a moratorium on evictions for non-payment of rent. That's not the same as saying the tenant doesn't need to pay the rent. All it has done is remove one of the remedies that landlords have to enforce the payment of rent. If a tenant says they can't pay the rent, then you need to ask them to produce documentation that supports why they need some rent relief. This includes paperwork from the government on their new unemployment check. They need to demonstrate what their income was before they lost their job and now what their income is while they're collecting an unemployment check. In many cases, the current income numbers are very close, in some cases even higher than the previous numbers. If their income truly has gone down, then you need to ask your tenant to show you their budget. They can't just stop paying rent because they feel like it. In a handful of cases, we've negotiated with our tenants a reduction of their rent for a period of time. I'm not talking about zeroing out the rent, I'm talking about simply reducing it for a period of time. In some cases, we've taken money from the security deposit and applied it to the rent instead. The change has to be written into a rent forgiveness letter, and the tenant must continue to pay the revised number. We had a very small number of cases where tenants attempted to make a false claim. When asked to provide their unemployment benefits documentation, one tenant sent a doctor's letter. Well, I'm sorry, a letter from your doctor doesn't mean you don't have money to pay the rent. They ultimately paid the rent. You see, right now the government is stepping in and helping people who are out of work and replacing their income. If their income truly goes to zero and they don't have the money to feed their family, that's a different story. And a moratorium on evictions doesn't mean tenants no longer are required to pay rent. If a property owner is experiencing a shortfall in revenue, there are a number of different types of discussions that can be had. In many markets, we're seeing that the city's offered a six-month deferral of property taxes. It won't ultimately help with a shortfall of money, The city eventually wants its money. But if you have a short-term cash flow problem, a deferral of six months in property tax is better than going out and borrowing money. Number two, you also want to have a conversation with your lender. You want to be careful before entering into a forbearance agreement with your lender, depending on what the terms are. But if you're experiencing a cash flow problem, you might be able to negotiate a small loan modification that's different than a forbearance agreement that consists of a deferral of the principal portion of your loan. Under that scenario, you would still pay the interest. The loan would still be considered current, meaning there would be no default on the loan. The principal would not be reduced according to the amortization schedule, and the effect of the principal deferral is that you would essentially be adding that same amount of time to the length of the loan. So let's say you ask for a three-month deferral on principal payments. 
Now your loan that was originally a 25-year loan would have a duration of 25 years and three months. Just like there's a moratorium on evictions, there's a moratorium on foreclosures in a number of jurisdictions. And that too doesn't mean the property owners don't need to pay their mortgage. The same logic holds here as well. So while you're correct in saying there's no program specifically aimed at residential landlords, it actually makes sense. You see, the money is needed by the people who lost their jobs at the outermost extremities of the economy. I'm talking about the people who produce through their labor, the ones who have earned income. Landlords are further up the food chain, so to speak. And as a landlord, I would not want to see a situation where the government pays rent to me, but pays nothing to my tenants. You really want the flow of money in the economy to remain as close as possible to the normal situation. People are still renting properties. It's not like vacancy all of a sudden jumped up in a matter of weeks. On that basis, residential landlords don't need help because the tenants haven't disappeared. The tenants need the help, but not the landlords. Airlines and hotels, on the other hand, have seen their customers evaporate overnight. Airlines and hotels absolutely need government help. I want to thank you, Brian, for a great question. Hopefully this answer gives you some ideas on things that you can do to improve the situation for your own portfolio. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.